Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to our brand new podcast, Diversity University. So here we've gathered four students from Merida High School to share different perspectives of high school experiences as people of color. So to start off, we're going to have an introduction of each of ourselves. So yeah, we'll start with Danielle. Hi, I'm Danielle. I'm a junior at MHS, and I'm an Asian American female interested in applied mathematics and data science. Extracurriculars I participate in is Mimal for Data, Pitchfork, I volunteer for Days for Girls, I have a job, I volunteer at church, and so on and so on. And a fun fact about me is that I collect Funko Pops. Hey y'all, my name is Faith. I'm also a junior at MHS, and my interested major is political science. Some extracurriculars that I participate in is DECA, which I've been doing since my freshman year. I do Beta Club National Honor Society, and I do Biocov Leadership Academy, and a lot of like volunteering and things like that. A fun fact about me is that I used to do gymnastics, and that was a really fun time for me. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Abu, and I'm a junior at Merida High School, and I'm an Bengali and my dad is also Indian so I'm kind of like mixed with both and um, some extracurriculars that I do are Mu Alpha Theta, Spanish Honor Society, Best Buddies Advocates, and Interact Club so it's a lot of volunteering. A fun fact about me is that I'm really interested in nutrition and fitness. Okay finally my name is Emmanuel. I am Hispanic. I'm a junior at Merida High School. I am wanting to major for college as pre-med I'm interested in neurology and plastic surgery, cosmetics kind of area, whichever one I prefer. I don't know. A lot of people change it when they go through college. I do student council. I began the Best Buddies Club at my school to help awareness with the special needs community. And that's mostly my my main two things. I also do school cheerleading, except I'm not doing it next year. And a fun fact... A fun fact is that I do also competitive cheer outside of the school. So, yeah. Okay, y'all, so, you know, the big elephant in the room. We just had one of the major things in our lives go on this year, which is the coronavirus. It's been here for a while, but what was your reaction in March when we were told that we had to be home for two weeks? Honestly, that was, like, super chill. Like, I was kind of excited to, like, just have some <laughs> free time. Honestly, though, yeah. I think I was, I was writing a paper for Ms. Mills, one of our lit teachers, and I got a notification. I'm like, shoot, dang it. Oh, wait, no. I wasn't saying I was saying thank God because I'm not finishing that paper today. So it was kind of, I mean, initially I was kind of, it's a very chill and like a relaxing like news. And then as the days progressed, like everything just started piling up and, you know, stress came and like basically took over. But with our school, everything's become online and things have become a lot easier with our teachers helping us and whatnot. In January or like February, did you guys expect this to happen? No, I did not oh. at all. I feel like no one took it seriously. Even for me in February, we had all state chorus. And for that, we were literally in a room with 200 people in there. One yeah. room. Like we weren't expecting it because obviously that stuff would have been closed down. Yeah, to be frank, like I thought this was all fun and games. And I remember like on March 17th, going in the gym and seeing people worried. But I thought it was just like the jokes because I remember checking the like cases and there was like only 30 cases, 33 cases. And I thought there's no way it's going to hit the thousands, not even the hundreds. And then today we checked the cases and there's like over 30,000. Yeah. For us, we kind of knew for the fact that we had uh, my mom's best friend. She's like very like aware of everything and kind of goes crazy on some stuff. <laughs> so like in January, February, my like she was telling my mom, she was like, go to the store, get like a bunch of toilet paper, get a lot of food, 
like get everything and just be ready just in case anything happens and we've known this since february the beginning of february i remember my mom told me and i was like ah that's nothing like it's, it's gonna be fine because i think at that point we had one case in the united states in california right or washington I I no, like we had like, like one case at that point well cases were like of like rising in washington and like the yeah 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 i just like uh, i didn't really care literally it was march 13th i was supposed to hang out with friends and then everyone's parents were like no you can't go anywhere and i'm like yo this is real this is serious exactly i thought it was gonna be a like a little vacation me and my friends are literally planning on going to cancun because the tickets were so cheap so we were like basically gonna go to cancun looking at things now like that would have never happened or even if it did it would just been for the worst of things you know it's so like, how does this affect your senior year, guys? Well, for me personally, I feel like SATs is something I'm going to have to work on during the school year as well as stuff for seniors. I know a lot of my friends, they're improving their test scores as of right now. But with the whole test optional thing, like it's going to be harder to stand out as many students are going to submit their applications without any tests. And their extracurriculars are really going to be the shining factors. And that's going to evidently increase the competitive factor of like many of these prestigious schools. I don't know. I personally feel like it won't. The thing is like with these schools or these prestigious schools, like Ivy Leagues, UCs, whatever, most of the people that apply to these schools have been, I told weird, I was talking to Faith about this yesterday. I was like, most of these people that want to apply to these schools have worried about the SAT since seventh grade. I'm not going to blame it on our school system, but I do think that we kind of failed in the fact that they're telling about like us about the SAT beginning sophomore year, barely ending sophomore year, going through junior year. So like the people that do have their SATs ready, like they're fine. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I already know someone who already has like a 1600 and a 36. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like it, yeah. it's going to help them more because they're going to have those tests because they, they didn't like worry about it until the last minute like most of us but it's natural for juniors to take their acts and sats in the fall too so and, like, like most of us here are going to take their tests in the fall fall of like, senior year right yeah, yeah. Okay. i feel like that's true but i feel like i haven't talked to one person at our school that's like yeah i'm fine with my score i'm not retaking it and stuff like that so i just feel like it's kind of the fear of the unknown we don't really know how this is going to be we might even have an online sat which i don't know how this is going to be because i know that some people out there could probably have like their parents or pay someone to take the test for them i hope you know college board makes the right decision on that one yeah i i mean i heard the ceo speaking about the fact that like there might be a summer sat taken online so what are your thoughts on that no <laughs> why yeah, do you say that's not gonna work take a four-hour test well even with the whole ap online ap test like people are cheap. oh i'm d- yeah yeah, well, so if you're taking an AP exam. Would you guys say if, like, they turn on the cameras and whatnot and, like, had everybody record their test-taking session, would you guys be comfortable doing that? No, personally, I wouldn't. I know it's for the best, but it's just kind of weird that a webcam is probably staring at me, like, the whole time I'm taking a test. Yeah. If I knew, like, the stuff was going to be open notes and stuff like that, I feel like I would have taken more AP tests. Like, I probably would have registered for the AP Spanish test because that could have been, like, me getting you know, college credit for that. Yeah, but we still don't really know how the test looks like. The calculus is two questions. Two math questions. Two math questions? I mean, obviously, they're going to be, like, A, B, C, but, like, two math questions. They must be really hard. What kind of test? Yeah, I was planning on taking a lot of these uh, AP exams, too, and I was going to sign up for the second semester APs, and given the whole corona thing, it just made me feel less confident, and to the point, like, I just get the AP testing deadlines and whatnot. Given that all the students signed up not knowing about the coronavirus and, like, no, not knowing about testing occurring at home, like, all these students still have to take the test. 
And no, wait, but you remember, like, our past years when we had to sign up for AP exams, the late deadline was in April. And exactly. Think, so, like, yeah. both were just, like, were they, like, running low on cash or something? Like, the deadline was in, like, November. And yeah, the students still need time to, like, even decide if they can afford the AP exam and whatnot, if they want to take the AP exam. I think I almost, like, missed the deadline, too. It was, like, really just, it just came up so quickly. Everything has just been such a blur, you know? But, like, IB exams are canceled, so how do you guys feel about that? Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of a mixture, honestly, because at first I was like, thank God. But then I was like, how am I about to get, like, how is this going to look for even, well, okay, actually, most of the classes that we take right now are SL classes, and, like, colleges don't accept SL credit, so. Yeah. They're good. They said they're going to use our IAs, but... Oh yeah, I don't know. and I freaking I turned in my IA with my bibliography thingy with like the link to Desmos, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> well, I um, MLA cited. See, no, <laughs> I forgot to put it in MLA. I'm like, oh god, I'm stupid. But I mean, I got a six on it from the SL one teacher. Oh, that's really so, good. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, she gave me a six six two, but like. Oh, two sixes in here. But no, but for real though, like, I know we're not going to be able to learn everything online these past, like, two months, three months, two months. We have, like, three weeks left. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about, because time passed by so fast during these quarantine days. No, I think something's going on with my schedule, because I'm going to sleep at 6 in the morning every day and waking up at, like, 3 p.m. <laughs> so, like, then, like, it gets nighttime real quick, like, real, real quick. I'd be eating, I'd be watching Netflix, and it's nighttime. And then when nighttime comes, time just goes like that. I'm reading my own books, you know, that, like, I actually enjoy. Um, I'm trying to teach myself Chinese again. I'm doing my own things. Like, I don't care about what... What did you learn in Chinese? Huh? What did you learn in Chinese? Nothing yet. Okay, I'm learning my strokes. <laughs> I'm learning my strokes. Said, I'm learning okay. Chinese, and you don't even have anything to say in Chinese. Okay, yes, I have ni hao, ni hao, ni hao, ma wo hen hao. Um, okay, <laughs> bruh. My famous ni shi with the lao shi. Or ni shi with the baba. <laughs> Can you have a conversation with Danielle? Like, I want to hear you real quick, for real. Really? My, my, my Chinese is not good. My Mandarin is not good. I can see the cap. I'm surprised you don't know what mom is. It's literally mama. Oh, I, I, know, see, I, I know I what can, mom is. I can see the cap in a Mano statement just trying to act like he's been doing something during quarantine. <laughs> Look, okay, like, I've also... Okay, I've, I finished reading two books. That's good for me okay and i also watched the handmaid's tale after reading the book i watched it on hulu it's so good i recommend it really i heard the handmaid's tale was trash oh no it is so good oh my god i, have, I, I still haven't watched like the popular shows like all american like every, i just haven't all american is a staple I, I just heard like people don't like margaret atward as an author really no i enjoy the book a lot i mean there was like a lot of like dead ends i'm like what's happening but, like, I think when it came to the end, it was a good ending, but... Have you um, read Brave New World? Was that? It's pretty similar, like, in concept, like, with the whole baby producing thing. No, like, no, it's not, it's not. It's not talking about, like, a female dystopia. It's Is it from a male perspective? Petri, Petri, Petri dish babies. It's similar. Oh, Petri dish babies. Similar to that. Yeah. Um, do you guys think early decision college due dates will be moved back? Yes. I hope. Because yeah. even with UGA, their fall is going to be online. So I'm thinking, pro- that probably has something to do with admissions, but I'm just saying, if they're having their whole fall semester online. I don't know, what if colleges be like, you had all this 
time in the summer. I honestly do think it's going to be moved online. And if, like, I honestly, like, I, I really think that many of these schools, like, even NYU, like, especially, like, Columbia and NYU and, like, these states, like, hit hard or struck hard by the coronavirus are really going to move online. Like, it's, it's a strong possibility that schools are going to be online for the rest of the semester. And with all these public health officials saying that it's going to come back next fall, I think the fall semester will be canceled and will be online for many schools. And even if we do go back to school, our desks will be six feet apart and whatnot. So it's kind of scary to think about. But you think so? I think so. Like, I don't know if you can fit, like, how many students can you fit six feet apart in one classroom? Well, I don't know. It's I, maybe like class blocks would be split different, differently or like, I don't know. But I just I feel, feel like, like I think yeah. social distancing will continue on to like the year, like the following years, especially like two years ahead of us. I think it's going to be the norm. For, I don't know, but I just feel like honestly, I feel like this is going to be something that impacts like even culture, you know, for even when like quarantine's over, it's going to I feel like there's going to be also like that fear factor. Like if you're going to a place and you haven't if, if you have if you've seen someone that you haven't seen in a while, are you going to immediately want to hug them? Or are you going to do like the elbow bump? I just feel like it's going to change a lot. That's why I think even though things might come back to quote-unquote normal, will it actually be normal? I don't know. Wait, Abu, Amin, are you guys like went to a party today? Like, <laughs> did you guys like just like... Um, I gave everybody a handshake and I hugged like most people. So I don't know. I mean, it's just, if, it's like more <laughs> personal. It's like more of a personal preference. Like, I know many people are uncomfortable doing that, but like, uh, I don't know. Given that, like, I have trust in people, knowing that they wouldn't come out, knowing that they have coronavirus, there are asymptomatic people. But I just, I just, I don't know. I haven't really like taken the thought because like many people just come in. It's it just happens in the moment, you know. You just, you don't really yeah. think about it. I mean, obviously, culture will change. This is like a historical moment. I went out to Kumon like last week. And, like, I was just hyper aware of door handles and, like, talking to people, like, face-to-face and them not wearing a mask. And I was like, oh. I feel like people will just, like, be super aware and, like, kind of, like, have fear. Like, Well, given, like, the abusive control of, like, media, like, on our everyday lives, knowing that there is, there's asymptomatic people, I just think that there's, like, a lot of this unforgiven fear within everybody that just exists because we're so uncertain to the real facts of corona and like how it really spreads and whatnot like if they're just a certain there's just this given fear within everybody that just exists which should not exist i mean it should exist to a certain extent but like everybody just so over fearful of everything i just feel like I, that's gonna that's I gonna think, affect, i think right that's now gonna this, like, just being five years down the line you think people are being what cautious they're not i mean yeah they're scared they're gonna get the coronavirus but like that's why you have to practice, like, washing your hands and, like... In this situation, I feel like you have to kind of be thinking everybody has corona. Like, that's the way you kind of have to act in this scenario. I feel like more people's actions are, like, more fear-driven rather than being cautious. Like, the whole gloves thing, like, people don't really, like... People throw on a mask and gloves and don't follow the proper like, precautionary, like, measures and whatnot. Well, that's because people are uninformed. Hand-washing and whatnot. But they'll, like, throw on these masks and, like, spray themselves and, like, even drink disinfectants. I feel like many of the, like these methods are like media driven, and it's well, just- even the CDC told us that we should be start wearing like masks into like grocery stores and things like that. So I think that personally for me, I feel like masks and gloves aren't necessarily things that shouldn't be done because it, even with a mask, I heard initially like, oh, don't wear masks because 
it doesn't help you not get catch the coronavirus. But the thing is, if I'm protecting myself, like let's say if a lot of us, when we talk, it's natural like to spray as we talk. But if I'm keeping my germs to myself and you're keeping your germs to myself, yourself, then you're less likely to get coronavirus. That's why I think it's important to wear like masks. I will do it personally. I mean, yeah, like Dr. Fauci says to wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. <laughs> Shoot, I went to Walmart and didn't wear a mask. <laughs> the, want a manual? Don't worry, I, do I, better. I, kept, I kept my six my six feet apart. I don't know. I think mostly with us being the youth, and like I mean, I know that like is impacting everyone, but like the youth specifically, like we're not. We know we might not die from it unless we have like a disease or something. A lot of people our age are just not caring right now. Yeah, because, like they don't know. And like the same thing goes for me. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't care. (laughs) I agree with that. But like, I think that even though we might not be affected, you don't know your friend that has severe asthma and you don't know if you're one person doesn't care and they spread it to someone else. And guess what? That person has to go home with their grandparents. In this situation with the coronavirus, a reason why I feel like we weren't kind of ready is because in order for us to have like slow down the curve, it takes a group effort. It takes literally a national group effort. And are you ready to stay home, stay home and take that sacrifice? Like, yes, I feel like everybody has the right to do so. But in this certain time, should we be processing these things when people are dying for the people who specifically have the option to like stay home? I'm not talking about like essential workers. I'm talking about people who can stay home. Yeah. But again, everyone's human. We're stupid. The answer is no. <laughs> no one's gonna do it. <laughs> right, let me close it out, bro, because I didn't even speak that much. But um, first of all, like the thing is, like this is our first podcast that we ever made. Any of us for for the first time, we know this is a mess, and we're just like we're still figuring out how we're gonna do this. We're new to this, so all right. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. We're still trying to figure out many of these podcast extremities and whatnot, but we are doing our best, basically. Thank you for tuning in. We hope to see you on our next episode.